0: how we doing how we doing welcome to tough talk with 24, where we talk a lot of sports and a lot of trash i'm your host emmanuel 24. now it is time for some tough talk Welcome back to Tough Talk with 2-4. We are here with Mr. 2-4, and we are talking Cowboys and Packers. So instead of me talking today, we are going to talk to the biggest Packers fan I know, Mrs. Kidd. So I'm going to hand it over to her, and Emmanuel, you are in charge.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, Thank you for coming on the show, first of all. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, We're going to talk a lot of Cowboys Packers today. Um, we're also going to talk about the many ways y'all will lose on Sunday <laughs> to the to us, but we're gonna start out with some questions. How are you, what made you a um, Packers fan?
1: So, I've been a Packers fan my entire life. I was kind of born into it. I mean, I had a choice, but not really. Uh, My mom is from Wisconsin and her whole family. Um, So, I was born into it. We watch Packer games all the time. Um, I've been to a game. I've only been to one game at Lambeau, but I've been to a game. Was it the Super Bowl? No, well, I danced in the halftime show of the Super Bowl that the Packers won. Um, But actually, the one game I went to at Lambeau Field was in December. Um, I don't remember the exact year, but it was the season that the Lions went 0-16, and and it Mm -hmm. was game number 16. It was Aaron Rodgers' first season starting, and we did not make the playoffs, but we felt like we were in a pretty good spot. It was freezing cold. It was zero degrees with a wind chill of negative six, and I still refused to leave the stadium until every player was off the field Mm -hmm. because I just – Lambo is a very special place.
0: So you were pretty um so so um whenever you went to that um whenever you went to that game like mm-hmm. what was your best like what was the best moment in that game?
1: I think so I was probably about your age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I was in middle school. I don't remember the exact age, but I was about your age when I went and it was just all of it was so surreal. The one thing that I think even non-Packers fans can i guess respect is the history behind the team especially at lambeau field um because they've been playing at lambeau field practically since the beginning they used to share two fields now it's just lambeau Field, and they have the packer hall of fame and all sorts of statues and stuff so really i think the best part of it all was just feeling like you're part of history um and getting to see the stadium and all of the um like things they have. I mean, the Super Bowl trophies, the World Championship trophies, that still count. Um, And, you know, sitting at Vince Lombardi's desk. All those things that you can do while you're there that I think make it a special place to be.
0: What was the coolest thing like at Lambeau Field like?
1: Hmm. I mean, the Super Bowl trophies were pretty cool. I think my favorite thing that I did was getting to sit at Vince Lombardi's desk and they had like glass over it and they had some different um,
0: like, Wait, how did you get to get into that? Like, <laughs> so
1: it's part of the Packer Hall of Fame Museum in the stadium. Oh, um, and they had like glass over the desk, and so underneath the glass they had various letters from him or telegraphs because they did still use telegraphs at that time, um, and so that was really really cool because in my family. Um, he is known as St. Vince. Um, he is the patron saint of the Packers. We love Vince Lombardi. Um, and, you know, the Lombardi Trophy is kind of a big deal.
0: So you are a partial owner of the Packers, right?
1: Yes, I am. How much,
0: how much do you, like, own? of?
1: So I only own one share. So the Packers are unique in that they are a publicly traded company, so anyone can buy in. Now, they don't sell it often. Like, they will do stock shares. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got mine not the most recent time they opened it up to the public, because that was a year or two ago. I was in high school, and I remember I heard about it. I think I saw it on, like, Facebook or Twitter. And I told my mom, I was like, I know what I want for Christmas this year. And it was, like, October. Um, and she was like, okay. And I said, the Packers are doing a stock offering, and I want a share. And she, I don't think, has had a more proud moment in her life. Um, so I got it for Christmas. I got one share, but um, – they are very strict in how it works. Like I said, they only do stock offerings every, I don't know, there's not like a set increment of years. Usually it's to do like improvements to the stadium. Like I'm pretty sure my stock went to um, the video board and new turf. Um, So they do it when they're wanting to make improvements to the stadium. Um, But yes, so I have a share. A whole bunch of my family all have at least one share. They either got it when I got mine or the most recent one um Mm. but they since they're a publicly traded company no one person can own more than 10 percent um and so everybody's a part of it and i think that's one of the things that makes the packers so special and one of the things that packer fans really believe in is how it really is a community thing like people know green bay because of the green bay packers but i don't think they realize like it really is a small town like outside of lambeau field there isn't much it's smaller than For sure, Fort Worth and probably even Keller. It's very small. Um, And so it's part of the community. It's a community thing. Um, We we get to vote. Um, So every summer I get a ballot and there's a shareholders meeting every July, usually right before or right around training camp. Um, And so we get to vote on, like, board members and things like that. I've never been, but it is my goal to go one day. That way I can go vote. I can see some of training camp um, because there are some cool traditions there, too. So you've never been to
0: um, Wisconsin before?
1: Yes. Yes, I have. I I used to go all the time, but my family, while we're from Wisconsin, um, the towns that they live in are all several hours away from Green Bay. Um, So I've been to one game, and then I did go – to green bay or like through green bay to um see some of Lambeau field just like go to the pro shop and things like that the things you can do without paying um one summer when i was up there for a wedding and so i did get to see the bicycle tradition which was really cool Mm -hmm. um and that's that is an awesome experience too
0: have you ever like met any of the players before
1: i did so
0: you met aaron Rodgers? no
1: i wish although maybe not now um earlier Aaron Rodgers I would have loved to meet now I'm Mm. not so sure about him um (laughs) I actually met uh Jermichael Finley who was a tight end for us for a while Mm. um and he was awesome he got injured um really badly um his back and neck and he just kind of was never really the same after that and we traded him but I don't even think he ended up starting after that and um actually now he is retired he lives in Texas he's coaching I think a high school football team Um, but it was really cool to meet him and that's actually kind of an easy thing to do so there are various radio shows tv shows up there and they will invite you know people from the community to come listen and watch them record and stuff like that and then you can wait in line for an autograph so i have a picture with jermichael finley and i have an autographed helmet okay one of the mini helmets
0: so like what is your thoughts on this season for the packers
1: um this season has been very disappointing. I mean, that's probably obvious.
0: I thought it was... Go- I didn't think it was- I didn't have any expectations for it.
1: No. I mean, I I was skeptical, again, you know, as they like to remind us every single game on TV, even though we're in, what, week 10, week 11, mm-hmm. um, that Devontae Adams is gone. Like, we knew that was going to leave a gap. Um, but I don't think any... I, I mean, I even the coaching them. staff or the fans were prepared for just how this year would go. And I don't think it's just the absence of Devontae Adams. In fact, I wish we would stop talking about that because there's so much more going on beyond that. And I don't really know. I I am a diehard Packer fan through and through, playoffs or no playoffs, but I just – I don't know what's going on this season. And I, I would never turn on the Packers or anything like that, but I'm starting th- to give up hope, let's say. I
0: think Devontae Adams' presence on the field was just huge. Mm-hmm. So it took a lot of um, burden off the other wide receivers. And I think that – and now since – um. Now, since he's gone, you have other wide receivers that have to step up. And y'all lost people like Zadarius Smith on the y'all defense. Mm -hmm. And y'all lost Marquez, Vallis, Ganley. So -hmm. now y'all have a lot of new people playing with Aaron Rodgers. And I don't think this is the time in Aaron Rodgers' career where he wants to be, like, developing his relationship with new guys and stuff like that.
1: And I feel like he's very picky. Mm -hmm. Um, He's always kind of been that way, but I think now in his older age, like, he...
0: Well, because I think now it just... He just wants to win more than ever, Mm -hmm. than he has ever wanted in his life. And I think now it's just, he sees the time is shrinking, and now he's just, I don't know what's going on.
1: Well, and he used to be very good about welcoming new players and leading them in the right direction and getting them to where they needed to be, and I think now, I don't know if he's just given up on that or he's too old for that, because it really seems like he's not as present in helping these new young receivers like he used to be like when Devonte adams first joined the packers and things like that well we i also think another- such young guys and they're not getting help from their qb either. yeah and i
0: think a reason positive that is because like he when he was young whenever like Devonte mm-hmm. adams came in and he was like that was like eight years ago nine years ago right. when he came in so i was like he, he was like i can build a relationship with this guy and we can create something for like eight or nine years like happen. but mm-hmm. now he only has like a few years left and he's like what happened this and, these guys are not going to matter after i leave the league so it just
1: right i'm kind of afraid we'll end up in the same situation like we did with Brett Favre where every offseason it was is he going to retire is he going to retire and he doesn't decide he's coming back until it's too late for us to draft another quarterback or make good trades and so do
0: you like Jordan Love
1: um you know I was skeptical. I had never heard of him until he got drafted. I watched some of the footage of him, and he, he is very much, I feel like, the Packers formula for a quarterback. You know, they like to get quarterbacks from smaller schools and things like that and build them up. Um, he did an okay job when Aaron Rodgers get, got hurt last year. I don't know if I'm banking on him to be the next star quarterback, you know. I mean, no. uh, he will not be the next Aaron Rodgers, but he could be the next Jordan Love, and that could be awesome. Or, like I said, if you know Aaron Rodgers does decide to retire and he tells the organization before, with enough time for us to draft, we can maybe um, draft well or make some trades before the season starts so we're not trying mm. to scramble at the end, because that's kind of what happened. Um, when Aaron Rodgers got the starting job, so
0: I'm I'm gonna bring this moment up because this is a huge moment in our Cowboys.
1: Okay.
0: Um, 24th It was Who? 2015. That was the year. See, I know where this it was is the going. 2014 season. The um, it was like third down and long, and mm-hmm. Tony Romo he snaps it, drops back, and he throws a th- beautiful throw to Dez Bryant, <laughs> and Dez Bryant catches it, and then Dez Bryant like Dez Bryant loved to do in his career is Um, um, diving for the touchdown instead Mm -hmm. of just taking the yards, and he did that, and uh, I don't know how, but the ball accordingly bounced off the ground, and Mm -hmm. it wasn't a catch. Do you Mm -hmm. believe? Whenever that happened, did you believe it was a catch? Because now they made a rule where that's a catch. Did you believe it was a catch? Right
1: at the time, I thought because okay, in general, I just am very much a rule follower. That is me as a person, (laughs) um, and so I was like, you know. It's the rule. I didn't think... I thought it was a good call based on a bad rule, um, which gets me a lot of hate because that technically means he did not catch it and everyone will still scream to this day that Dez caught it, even with Dez retired and gone. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I have always believed that, you know, it was a good call based on a bad rule. I am glad (laughs) they changed the rule. I'm absolutely glad they changed the rule because there was... I mean, I lived in Dallas. I had friends who were Cowboys fans, so... I am not a trash talker, and so mm-hmm. I really kind of kept it quiet unless they talked to me. Um, but I did feel bad for them because that, again, it was a bad rule, and that put them in a bad situation. Um, however, even if they had scored the touchdown, there was still lots of time left for Aaron Rodgers to go down the field because he mo- was that good at that time. Not but the anymore. momentum
0: of the game switched like huge. It did. It was like, a huge you can momentum. Look at shift. the Cowboys' sidelines. Whenever he caught it, was he, And then after the call, it was like. Everybody was just like dead, right? Right. And then they had um like clips like sounds of the sidelines. The Mm -hmm. they just lost it, and I get and I'm that defense. They were just tired of Aaron Rodgers and tired of Aaron Rodgers and the running game because they were running all over them that day. And then you bring in this call, it just it's just a lot. And I feel like even. And I feel like Aaron Rodgers, the offense, they would have had a bigger burden of them having to come back to win the For football sure. game. Yeah, no one really knows. Up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No but, one knows what would have happened if it got called a to touchdown. Again, it. Could've. I didn't
0: even care. I thought it was just a catch. I didn't think it was a touchdown. Right. And uh, you also have to put some fault on Dez. You, you don't have to reach out for it and risk it.
1: And that makes me so nervous. Anytime any receiver does it, like when Packers receivers do it, and, you know, it's clear they're going to get a touchdown, but they're sticking their arm out. And, like, what if they drop it or they try to do a flip? And they, like, I would rather you make the touchdown and celebrate after than celebrate on the way in and not get the touchdown. That always just makes me so nervous as well, a fan.
0: And also another <laughs> thing was – I think it was one thing if it's like the, the original call on the field was it was not a catch. Right. The original call was it was a catch, so I don't think it was like good enough of a call to say I'm gonna overturn it and say it's not a catch. I just I just didn't like it.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely was a tough time. Like I said, I agreed with the call, but it was based on a bad rule. I'm glad they changed the rule. I felt okay. I felt bad for the Cowboys fans. I really did, um, while still being happy that it went in favor of my that was team a catch. yeah
0: so then the next game after that y'all went to that nfc championship game i, I remember y'all had a lead mm-hmm. and y'all blew it and it came down to a. what was your reaction whenever um i think it was like um the curse guy number 15 he caught that touchdown it was over
1: yeah i just oh, man those were tough years like we just kept making it so so close to the super bowl and we were all you know so excited still kind of coming off of our super bowl win thinking okay we still have this amazing quarterback and all these things and Mm -hmm. we would just get so close and then lose and it was so heartbreaking but then at the same time i'm like we're so close so maybe you know maybe we'll do it again maybe (laughs) next year maybe next year now i'm not um like certain fan bases that i won't name and say this is our year all the time but um you know it gave us a lot of hope and so it was every time it was devastating and actually my family has a tradition now and i don't even know when it started but um so you know, playoffs are in the winter, and we keep our Christmas tree up until the Packers are out of the playoffs. So there are times when our Christmas tree is up through January into February, depending on when playoffs end and where when our playoff run ends. This year, it's looking like um, if we did that, we'd have to take down our tree before, yeah, Christmas. before Christmas. But yeah. um, that's our tradition. Well, is- be-
0: Well, the playoffs doesn't start till Christmas. Right.
1: But we'll probably be out of contention mm, by mm, Christmas, mm, though. Mm, so um, not to be super pessimistic. You never know. There's some time, but not a lot of time left. So um, that's a tradition in our family. But then it just make it kind of makes tearing down the Christmas right. a little a little depressing, <laughs> which is already kind of a sad thing. You're like, oh, the holidays are over. And it's like, well, now the Packers season is also over.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So there was also another moment in 26, t- 2017 where – Aaron Rodgers was getting brushed, and then he ran all the way out, and he threw that um huge throw down the sidelines, mm-hmm. and then it was a field goal, and that field goal curved like somebody blew wind. I was I was like I was screamed that was a miss that was a miss, and then the next thing you know, it just curves all the way right, and then it's a it they all win the football game, but so Aaron Rodgers clearly has a thing of owning the Cowboys. Do you think he keeps it up tonight? I mean, on um, Sunday afternoon?
1: I am extremely nervous. More nervous than I think I've ever been for a Packers Cowboys um, because I just don't know. We are not the team we've been in the last few years. And I've, you know, I am a firm believer that Aaron Rodgers is the owner of the Bears. Cowboys is always kind of iffy. So um, in my household, one of us will be happy and one of us won't be because my husband is a Cowboys fan and I'm a Packer fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm not a trash talker. I don't like to, you know, I will be happy for whoever wins, but if the Packers lose, I will be sad and I think there's a decent possibility that that will happen.
0: And if the Packers lose, I think this game if the Packers lose they're out of contention. Yes. Like totally.
1: I think even if like record-wise they're not, if we can't if we continue this losing streak then hmm. like I said, I don't like to give up on the season, but I, that would definitely make me think that our season's over and if anything start getting Jordan Love some more Snaps. Start getting our younger guys more snaps, and you know, start building for next year. So our
0: last thing before I wrap it up, mm-hmm. um,
1: who do you think,
0: um, you think Aaron Rodgers had a comment the other day? He is the two-time reigning MVP. Do you think that will factor in at the at to the end of the season when they play teams like the Bills and stuff? Do you think that'll factor?
1: I mean, I'd like for it to be a factor. I would love for him to show how, like why he became mvp we keep looking for it i'm not seeing it a lot this season yeah um but i don't know i think there's always these comparisons between him and brady and who's the goat and you know rings and all of that and i don't like to even discuss that because i mean in reality no aaron Rodgers is not as good um but I, yeah, I would like to see MVP Rogers. I don't know if he still has it in him anymore. I don't know if it's he's he given off up. In a
0: few months. I don't
1: know if he's getting old. I don't know if it's this weird change in his lifestyle. I don't know what's going on with him. But I just, yeah, I don't have much hope for him anymore.
0: All right. Well, thank you for coming on my thank po- you for podcast having me episode and talking Cowboys Packers with me.
1: Go Pat, go. All right. <laughs> thank
0: you for watching Tough Talk with Two Four. We'll see you next time. Listening. Oh, thank you for listening to Tough Talk Talking. We'll see you next time. Go, Paco. Go, Cowboys. <laughs> Go, Cowboys.